The sword and the shark. We swing the sword and we swim with the shark. Spoken word and the speaker separate the light from the dark. It's a pleasure and an art. It starts when it ends and it ends when it starts. Dropping daggers into hearts. You can get the combo or a la carte. The living sword hits the hearts. The shark swims into waters that are deep and dark. Travel with us into another dimension where faith frees people and destroys tension. We preach unity, not dissension or detention. Ascension is more than an honorable mention. This is the way. We are people of the way. We don't wait for tomorrow. We live today. The sword and the shark. Hey, 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 good people. What's up? What's up? What's up? What it up? What's going on, sword? Man, none too much, shark. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice Rejoice and be glad glad in in it. And we're glad to be here today, man. Yes, we are, man. It is good to be back in the studio to drop. Hey, man. Another episode. Drop. And we're still in the Courage series. Yes. Because Lord knows we need courage out here in the day and times that we are living in, man. Hey, For money. real, man. <laughs> hey, money. Hey, money. I shouldn't do that. That's so bad. I know, man. But you know what, man? Yeah, bro. Let's talk about something today. And mm-hmm. we're going to entitle this one The Courage to Communicate. The courage to communicate. Because you know how we can be as men. Mm, If you don't open your mouth. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Because, man, it's it's amazing (laughs) how we uh, can praise and value our pride. Whoa. Hold on. (laughs) Rewind. Say that again. It's amazing how we can praise and how we can value our pride. That was one of them moments. Because, you know, pride pride is sometimes, man, it's like a badge of honor. Well, yeah. We even use it in our language. I take pride in doing that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Where's your pride, man? And there's nothing wrong with that kind of pride. I understand. But when you're dealing with a pride that challenges Mm. your desire to be transparent. Oh, that's mean. I get that. Yeah. When when it goes against your transparency, then we have a problem, dude. (laughs) We have a problem. I mean, I'm saying you got to give me an example on that. Well, it's kind of like if I ask you what's going on. Yeah. And I can tell something is happening. And I'm saying, hey, 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 shark, man, what's 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 up, man? You don't, I know, you don't, bro, I'm good. Yeah, okay, but you don't look no, you good. Don't. <laughs> you don't sound no, good. good. Yeah. 
I'm looking at your mannerism and it don't look good, man. Your countenance is not looking good. And, and then the closer that we're connected, the more I can feel. Right. Right. I can feel your energy, man, and it ain't good. Mm-hmm. So again, what's up? Oh man, I'm straight, bro. I'm straight. Bro, I didn't have to choke somebody up. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And 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 when we use that term, I'm good, it may look and feel like you're victorious based on the standards of how men have been trained oh yeah to hold it in yeah don't you know say we, we look we look we, we, we look valiant we look mm. we look macho we look yeah accomplished when we say oh man i'm straight i'm good i'm good bro but yet within dying yes literally Sometimes. So we're going to talk about the courage to communicate. Yes, sir. Because this is the thing. Either you're going to communicate or you're going to crumble. <laughs> Man, I don't even know what a button is. I can't remember what it is. That's the wrong one. No, that wasn't it. I don't know. I can't even find it. Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it right up, now. Man. Yeah, because either, either we're, going to, we're going to communicate or we're going to crumble. Yeah, because I'm good in all of those kind of statements and connotation. They're Band-Aid statements. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. That, in other words, I'm put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. But we got to stop putting Band-Aids and, on and shotgun the cool, and, and the cool thing, well, not, it's not really cool, but the funny thing about those type of Band-Aids is that they blend in with the uniform that we wear. Mm. Mm. You can't see them. <laughs> yeah. It just. But we can tell you, but but the, the person that's real, but you can tell that you got one on. Yeah. And Matter of fact, they, they, they forget the Band-Aid. Let's 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 call it a a full uh, a full body <laughs> a body cast. <laughs> let's call it what it is. Some sort of body cast or something. So man, let's 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 dive with into you. this man because this is a much uh, needed topic to discuss, and and of course we like to use scripture. Yeah, to, man. to to have a foundation of where we're coming from. We, so, get, uh, we get our shovels out over here. So, and listen, you know, man. Let's get into this real earth. But we're going to jump to Nehemiah chapter 2. We're going to read verses 1 through 6 on yes, this one because uh, this is a very interesting story. And in this story, we're going to see the power of communication. Man. How um, Nehemiah had the courage to communicate over to the king what was really going on. So here it says in Nehemiah 2, verse 1, he says, Early the following spring in the month of Nisan, during the 20th year of King Artaxerxes' reign, I was serving the king his wine. I had never before appeared sad in his presence. So the king asked me, Why are you looking so sad? You don't look sick to me. You must be deeply troubled. Then I was terrified, but I replied, Long live the king. How can I not be sad for the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins and the gates have been destroyed by fire? The king asked, well, how can I help you? With the prayer to the God of heaven, I replied, if it please the king and if you are pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried. The king with the queen sitting beside him asked, how long will you be gone? And when will you return? 
After I told him how long I will be gone, the king agreed to my request. Mm. But I'm going to go back to verse two. It says, so the king asked me, why are you looking so sad? You don't look sick to me. You must be deeply troubled. Mm. Then Nehemiah went on to say, then I was what? Terrified. Terrified. But. Conjunction. I replied, long live the king. How can I not be sad for the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins and the gates have been destroyed by fire. And the king asks, well, how can I help you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's a lot to there's a lot of luggage Ooh, to unpack right there. A lot of luggage to unpack on there. So we see <laughs> Nehemiah Man. Um, still during the time of the um, Babylonian captivity where some of the um, it, it was really getting to the time where it was close to their freedom. They was getting ready to get out about right. And so God had placed on Nehemiah's heart. We need to go back and we need to first rebuild the walls. And after rebuilding the walls, then, you know, the people can come in and reestablish themselves back into Jerusalem. And so we see a situation where Nehemiah shows up into the palace with a sad countenance. And he said that I never really, re, you know, I never came before the king like, with a sad countenance because really when you go back and look at it historically, you could not come into the king's presence looking sad. Wow. You had to, if you are in a messed up situation, you could have got jumped on. You could have got uh, in an argument with your wife or whatever, uh, a fight with your cousin, ain't no telling. Somebody could have stole your money, ain't no telling what could have happened. But you better not come into the king's presence showing any area of sadness or any area of distress. Any, you know, you couldn't mm -hmm. come to the king that way. Yes. <laughs> so you had to fake it. Good. And, and you know, I, I wonder how many times that we fake. Like we all right, and we're not. Man, you can't count that. That's what I said. One hundred many times. Man, I wish. I wish. It's know, immeasurable. You don't have the. You know, we don't even got the number on that. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. so deeply embedded in our culture that it's not. It's not cool mm -hmm. to uh, to even acknowledge. Yeah. That you have a problem. Either a problem or it's not cool that you even have an emotional issue from yeah. a male standpoint. You can get labeled unstable mm -hmm. or you a girl. Weak. You weak. You punk. You know, all yeah, kind of you stuff a you cupcake. Yeah, all and, of them. <laughs> they were last bit of that. Man, but, right. yeah, it, that number would, you wouldn't yeah, be you, able yeah, to you count can't. it. It's, it's immeasurable. It's immeasurable. But yet we see Nehemiah. After the king asks, man, what is what's up with you, man? You don't you don't look right. No, I, I can tell can. you can I can tell your countenance is is something that's wrong with you. You are deeply troubled. And then what did, what what happened? He said he was terrified. 
Yeah, because he knew he would. I mean, wow. Why? Yeah. Now, that's a great question. Okay. Why? Why terrified? Well, think about this again. What did we say earlier? You were not supposed to come before the king. In a sad counting. There's some people that have lost their lives because they came into the king's presence with a sad countenance. No wonder. And so here's Nehemiah, a Jew, who's up under captivity. You know what I'm saying? He, he's not even a Babylonian. <laughs> not even. Okay. And so here he is coming to the king, and the king is like, uh, what's up, man? And so... It's, it, can, it can be two things. One thing is that I can lose my life. Correct. And the other thing is this. I don't want to talk. But if the king asks you what's wrong. And the king asks. You're right? obligated. Yeah. And so. It, Actually. <laughs> and the thing could have went either way. Nehemiah didn't know. It could have went the other way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the only chance he had was to go ahead and straight. He's kind of like, man, I'm already out here now. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Right. I'm already out here. So guess what? I have to have the courage to communicate mm. what is going on with me. And so he did. And he communicated over to the king something that had absolutely nothing to do with him. What do you think about that? That had nothing to do with the king. Had nothing to do with the king, but had everything to do with Nehemiah and his people. He had a relationship with the king. He had a relationship with the king because he was the what? Cupbearer. Yes, sir. And so he had to frequently taste the wine mm. to make sure that there was what? No, no poison. poison in the wine. It's benefits to being mm-hmm. in good counsel with, your, with, with those that have authority over you. And it's also benefits in having the type of relationship where you can be open and honest. Like he felt comfortable enough. After being terrified, though, yeah, and he just told him he's like, "Look, yeah, but but uh, but but just look at this when it comes to his relationship situation here. The king could have chose a Babylonian servant. You had to go, right? You right. This is true. He had what Nehemiah, a Jewish servant, being his what cupbearer. Hmm. Hmm. So it's, it's, uh, there you go. And it's almost like Nehemiah really was in a better situation than he probably anticipated. Because if anybody that probably felt they needed to take the king out was the Jewish people. <laughs> because we're in captivity. Man, right? What? So, But the Lord had given them favor in captivity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... Here we go, uh, dealing with communication, dealing with having the courage to communicate. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah had a problem. A big one. Okay. And the problem was beyond his ability to solve, beyond his resources. Mm. Okay. But the problem was something that God laid upon his heart that God wanted to use him to make him instrumental in the what? Rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem. But he had to communicate Mm. the issue to the king who was what? Able to assist him. He had the power at the time. The king had the power. Right. And now here's my question. What would have happened 
if Nehemiah didn't have the courage to communicate his true feelings at that time, what would have happened historically? There's no telling what would have happened. However, we, we can see that the rebuilding of the walls would have been delayed. So that means that God would have to raise up somebody else to what? Lead that charge. That could have taken generations. Ain't no telling how long it would have taken. So, you know what I'm saying? So we can speculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can speculate on that part right there of what would have happened if this did not take place. <clears throat> if, if Nehemiah did not share and communicate over to the king what his issue was. I was asking it re- uh, rhetorically, too. Because I'm like, man, it's a question and a statement. Because I'm looking like, man, if he hadn't did that. And look how critical that is. Yeah. It's it's a building. It's very, very critical. Mm -hmm. It's very, very critical how important it is to communicate what is really bothering you. Man. Okay. So (laughs) let's let's, let's pull the principles out of this. And let's apply it to today's relationships. I'm ready. Okay. Let's, let's apply to today's relationship. So we see in life, we have communication problems. Yeah. Oh, lots of them. Lots of communication problems. A lot of advancements of life, promotions in life, growth in life can be tied to your willingness to communicate what needs to be communicated. Let's talk about relationships in general. Well. Like right, <laughs> you you your your peace is connected to your communication Ooh, in a relationship, man. Your your peace because you can sit and not say something that is really bothering you. Now this is somebody that you know that you love, you've expressed your love to, mm-hmm. and if you don't talk about that, the thing that is so small. The Bible said it's the small foxes, and I truly understand that. Mm-hmm. And I try to work. The Holy Spirit will to lead me as a as a husband and as a father in those type of relationship roles to try to properly communicate in love mm-hmm. my feelings on a situation and don't hold nothing back because the worst thing you can do is to not communicate and to not have the hard conversations. Yes. It will destroy your peace. It will destroy. I've seen that, brother. Like, ooh, that will destroy your family mm-hmm. because it becomes the building block for other things. Yeah. Like, for lust of the eye to come in. Mm-hmm. And then when that conceives sin, and then when that comes through, sin brings what? Death. Yeah. Just like that. It might not be physical death, but it could be death of that relationship. It could be death of uh, of more than just a physical relationship. It could be death of your communication. Death of trust. Man. Ooh-wee. That's right. a major thing. Yeah, death death of, of honor. The death of respect. Respect. All oh, kind of man. things. It's kind of like, why have you not said anything? Why are you, you holding this? Man, you wait this you know, Because the, the more valuable the relationship, the more responsible we are to, to communicate. communicate. Man. Fresh matter. The more responsible we are to communicate what needs to be communicated. Because mm-hmm. we can dance real good. Think about this. Because even though the king saw... The countenance 
-hmm. He saw the sadness on Nehemiah. He didn't know what was on his mind, though. No, he couldn't read his mind. And that's one of the issues that we deal with is that, I, I mean, I've even heard people talk about relationship issues. And they said, uh, like one lady in particular was talking about um, uh, a young man that she was dating was, was coming over to the house, mm -hmm. this and that or whatever. And, you know, he came over like he said he was going to do. But she went on to say, why didn't you ask if I needed anything? Right? Mm. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. Yeah. He said, what? <laughs> he said, why? why? You know, because he should have asked if I needed anything. If he was coming to the house, he should have asked, do I need, do I need anything? Mm. And if so, let me make a stop. And get it as I'm coming over. So she automatically assumed that he was supposed to know that without communicating that over to Is that normal him. protocol? If it's if I'm saying I'm saying that's that's something that's that's probably local to them. Saying. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, local to her. I'm saying this local to her. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he, and I'm I'm now <clears throat> I'm thinking from his standpoint, yeah. if I'm hearing this. Hey, I come over here all the time. You don't never ask me, do you want anything? Why now yeah. all of a sudden? Yeah. Which brings up another issue, but I ain't going to talk about that. But I'm saying, I mean, if yeah. I'm coming over, and you know I'm coming over, mm -hmm. and I don't bring, you know, I don't stop and get Or you should have asked. Right? I should have asked, but if I ain't never done that, if we ain't never communicated hey, in see, that. You see what I'm saying. Now I'm supposed to just know you want a number two Be with no onions hey. and, and, and mayo? <laughs> Hey, because sometimes well, we have expectations on people that we never communicate over to them. Man, that's messed up, though, bro. And that's life. Now, though. I'm in the doghouse because I ain't go get the number two. Exactly. And, and I show up and you got an attitude. Why are you acting funny with me? Why didn't you ask if I needed anything? I didn't know. Why can you just tell me? And you see the communication well, breakdown. That's what I'm saying. Then it becomes a tennis match yeah. back and forth. And then, and then, you know, men can be the same way with women in certain situations yeah. as well. So we're not just, you know, throwing it on women. Well, now, but that's the thing, though. If yeah. I communicate that, yeah. then I'm a, I'm a cupcake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why you, hey, uh -huh. you was coming through. Uh-huh. Why you, why you ain't, I, I, I needed something. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't call me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you had telepathy. <laughs> you was here last week. You know I was out of bread. Man. And you going to want a turkey sandwich. Hey, listen, man. man. That's just how it is. I, I know. You know, I'm but, 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 but we're, you know, the king was not a mind reader, right? Correct. But he read the man's countenance. You know, there was a song came out. By yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Funny <laughs> how the way you feel shows on your face. Man, you can see it. No matter how you try to hide, Man, you, you state your case, bro. You can't it, it, it's it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we, again, men, can have the tendency to not communicate things that are really agitating, things that are really aggravating, things that are really annoying, things that are really hurtful, things that are really destructive. We got we 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 have this thing of what holding it in and not saying anything, thinking that things were going to be okay and it's not. Yeah, that's self-destructive behavior. Anyway. And and it's so important that we what communicate over 
what needs to be communicated? Man, I think it would be a lot of brothers today that would still have their wives or still have good relationships with their their coworkers or whatever if they just had the the, the guts enough mm-hmm. to just say to break the social untalked protocol of mm-hmm. hey man look I'm I'm not good with that mm-hmm. you know and if we cool like we say we cool we can say that you yeah. know what I'm saying be like no nah, I'm not really with that yeah and you know some things man don't some things I would say don't have to be said like hey yeah I'm not cool with robbing or stealing mm-hmm. but. You know, man, if you somebody that is habitually late, mm-hmm. like if you show up and you're going to uh, to on a date or whatever, and the lady is always late, but you don't ever say anything about it. Even though you're agitated? Even though you're agitated. Even you're, though you're frustrated? Even you're super frustrated. Mm-hmm. But if, guess what? You you're don't holding say, it in. You're holding it in. You're still smiling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. on the fourth date, mm-hmm. and you got an eight thirty reservation, and she get to the crib at, or if you're waiting like that, no, you know me, I'm going to get. But I'm just saying, if you mm-hmm. if it's a habitual thing, mm-hmm. if you don't voice that or on the front end communicate that, yeah, she would never know. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue with her. She don't care when you get there. Yeah. You know, um, or there's some other thing going on there, but yeah, and and it works the other way too. I'm just saying that is a most valuable yeah tool yeah that the Lord has given us is the ability the ability to, to properly communicate to properly communicate, not hyper aggressively communicate. Yeah, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and every time I mean, we trying to go, and here it is, we thirty minutes late, and not to hypersensitive. Lee communicate as well. And and we understand those things can happen and we give people grace Mm -hmm. in those areas. But the problem is, is that if it's a, if if it's a, a a constant way of communicating, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That that's where it can be problematic. And then sometimes you got to communicate that. I don't like how you communicate. You know, so (laughs) (laughs) and you and you got that. So, you know, so so we got to look at. okay. so we we see why Nehemiah would have been terrified because one, he could have lost his life because he know not to come to the king that way. Right. It's custom not to do that. That's a no, no. But secondly, he was probably terrified because he didn't believe that he would get the answer that he was looking for maybe that's faith too that's a faith that's a faith part of it that, well that's a faith part right mm-hmm. but this is the thing sometimes we got to look at where our situation is currently what the history is that's going to determine whether we're going to have the courage to communicate or not because sometimes there can be some underlying issues or some things that have taken place in that situation or in a relationship, per se, that prevents people from communicating. Yeah, there's some history on that. I get okay. that. You see what I'm saying? And that's so cool. Can, you got a lot for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let, let, let's. So so he he was terrified. So we need to talk about what makes us terrified to communicate. What makes us afraid to communicate? What makes us um, resistant? To opening up our mouths and expressing how we really feel. Um, One, I can't anticipate your reaction. 
Hmm. Two, your response may be not what I want to hear. Okay. Three, your response may be what I want to hear. (laughs) Because I'm I'm, going to be quite honest. Some people are afraid and are terrified of... Of um of losing, mm-hmm. but I, in my experience, there are people that are terrified of the blessing if it goes the way it's supposed Ooh. to go, mm-hmm. and you, the blessings are laid on you. Mm-hmm. They are terrified because there's a responsibility. Now I have to move. Now I can't hide. Mm-hmm. Now I got to put up a shut up. Now I got to get on this wall. Now I got that. I'm working with one hand and a sword in the other. Uh-huh. Now I can't hide. Can't hide, huh? I think. He was definitely afraid of his response from a negative aspect. Mm -hmm. I also think he was definitely, um, he was terrified of the response and the weight of the responsibility of the positive outcome. Because, hey, okay, let's go. Go back there. Could be as well. What you need. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get, we've heard no so much. Ooh, there we go. Oh, now we're getting in the vein. Ooh. Sometimes we hear no so much. Mm -hmm. We hear no, no, no. Mm -hmm. That when we find it, when when that thing cracks open. Yeah. And your persistence pays off. Mm Mm-hmm. And you hear yes, you ain't planned for that because yeah. you you've conditioned yourself upon um, petitioning authorities. Yeah, and you've already made either an escape plan or a defense plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you ain't planned for the victory. Yeah, now what? Mm-hmm. I got all. Hey, I went and I was I went to petition for the budget. Yeah. And it's more than I've ever asked for, but you know, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> shot in the dark. Yeah. But you hit bullseye. Okay. And a well, yes, a yes now, can be scared. And a yes can be. Oh, man, I can't even run. Man, the chair that broke up, man. I'm some some, up out of some here, yeses man. can be scary. Man, yeah. And some no's can be disappointing. Oh, man. But some yeses can be scary, too. I've had some no's be a relief. Yeah. <laughs> Because I had to ask. I, and I wonder, you know, you, you hit on something. Bruh. I wonder why that's the reason why some men don't want to get on the knee and ask, will you marry me? Because they may be afraid of a yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Hoo-hoo. Yeah. Mm. Oh, when, it, when you get there in front of man, all your people. Ooh, and that man say, I, thee, and thou. I never heard them words in that fashion before. Pastor P, Pastor Williams looking at me, my daddy behind me, my brothers, all my family, all y'all out there. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And the weight and the responsibility of yeah. being a husband and a father, the weight of being a father. Yeah. Let me tell you, you know, you a daddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm a daddy. Yeah. And so, that, so there's fear. There, fear so there, there's, there's, there's fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. There's fear of disappointment, disappointment, but there also can be a fear of success, a fear of the yes. Bang. As well. Oui. But it still must be communicated. <laughs> no part at me. That man gave yeah. me the teacher finger. Yeah, yeah. But it's it still, still got to be communicated. It must be communicated. 
over. Open your mouth, boy. Don't you hold it in. <laughs> Blow that <laughs> out. <laughs> Blow it out. Get it out. Release. Because if you don't, because if, if I don't know. Because this is this okay. Because Nehemiah, Nehemiah was terrified, but he expressed himself. He was more confident in yeah. expressing what was going on rather than keeping it, you know, to himself. Right. Because the burden within, it had to be addressed. So, some, so sometimes if something is not resolved, the buildup. Man. Enough. Right. The stress of it. Pressure. The pressure. Man, that pressure is bro. Pressure pipes. and the stress will drive you to a point where you have to say something. Because if you don't say something, then you are what? Communicate or you're gonna crumble. You crumbling, man. Or you're gonna crumble. <clears throat> or your if, non-communication if, is a if, communication in itself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, exactly. So so Let's take let's take that principle and let's apply it again mm-hmm. to 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 relationships. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romance, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a work business, relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. whether it's business, you must have the courage to communicate, communicate what the issue is. Whether you have an issue with that person or you having an issue that ain't got nothing to do with the person, but the person. Or the situation is being affected by the very thing that's troubling mm, you. Man. There is responsibility I get that. in communicating. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether they are doing something or what they're not doing. If it's agitating, if it's aggravating, you need to what? Communicate it. Total Man Podcast. Swimming with the shark. And you are swinging with the sword. You know, I've been working ever since I was 16. And I've always heard this term. Don't bring your problems to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Right. It, you know. Yeah. And, and, and it's like if you got problems, keep your problems where they need to be. Separate your problems from your work responsibilities. Right. Right. And guess what, bro? That ain't always easy to do. No, no. You know what I'm saying? No. It's not always easy it's to not, do. It's not and, at and, all. And it, it, it sounds good when, when you, you know. In on, a utopian on. environment, yeah. Exactly. But ain't nothing perfect. But if you ever been in that situation, it's hard yeah. to be focused on anything. And you got problems at home. Yes, sir. Ain't no way. I mean, I work with it, cats, man. They come in, man, and I'm like... And here, and here we go, men of God, yeah, working alongside a brother that may or may not be a Christian, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit inside of you won't let you. You see, in this brother struggle, and it's like, and I, in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up a, I'm gonna open up a door here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Because look, look at, yeah, you know, we dealing with volatile chemicals here, mm-hmm. and you in La La Land, and this is a, this is a gas that will kill you. Yeah. Um, what's going on, mm-hmm. man? The dude, the dude, yeah. the dude, and I mean these be real issues. I thanks be to God that I'm there. Yeah, yeah. 
Which, 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 by the way, helps us to understand that the purpose and the call on our life is not just inside the church building. Right? Remember, remember we talked, you know, everywhere you walk is a pulpit and, and your life is preaching the message whether you realize it or not. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes, so everywhere we go, the Holy Spirit is it's there as well. Where did Jesus spend the majority of his time? It in was the, less in the, the synagogues, but more in the street, on the road, in the, what, in the marketplaces, yes, sir. right? On the road. Because everybody's not coming to the synagogue. Everybody's not coming to the church. And no. even if they did come to the church, you think every need will be addressed? No. Especially not on Sunday. There's only there's 168 hours in the week. week. We spend two. Let's let's give us two on Sunday. We're left with 166. All of that time. <laughs> that ain't even timed it out, man. Do you think that God Golly. only called us to two hours to show ourselves as believers among each other? As if a non-believer is just going to show up and feel comfortable coming. Dude, the way we communicate is backwards. Yes. So where are we spending most of our time? At the places that God. Exactly. And he gave us a job. Home and work. So guess what? Oh, my God. So people need the gospel. People need the kingdom. People need compassion People need understanding. People need communication. Yes. And, the, and and guess what? We have to be safe places that they're able to communicate what's going on with them. Because you know what? It's real. And we talked about, we just talked about it, you know, a few minutes ago. That it's so tough to go into a work environment Leaving a hostile environment, man, and 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 and, and trying to function properly, and that's another place where we can try to uh, um, worship our pride of man. not communicating. Because sometimes in work environments, as a mom, bro, they are preaching you to do your job and focus on your job more. Then they actually care about what's going on yeah, with you as care. a person. No. As long as you get the job done, they yes. can care less that your family falling apart. It's, yeah, exactly. They're, they're like this. If you're hurting at home, if you're struggling at home, as Keep long as you are hurting, as long as the hurt and the struggle doesn't interfere, doesn't interfere with you getting your job done. I'm going to do you one better. That's how we treat one another in the church. That's how we treat another one, uh, each other in the church. That's sometimes how we treat each other in these so-called friendships. Bruh. That's how we treat each other in these so-called yeah. romances, these yeah. datings and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, these these exclusive relationships, these uh, marriages. Yeah. I don't care that oh, you had a what? bad day as and long as what? you can make me and happy. Sometimes it even happens in the parent and the child, child relationship yeah, as yeah, yeah. well. Yeah, in that dynamic. Ooh, yeah. The you, brother and the sister. Yeah. We the fa- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And 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 we teach it and predicate it, not even knowing we're doing so, so. So there is a fear of the no, the fear of it not turning out to be what mm-hmm. I want it to be. And there's insecurity there. Mm-hmm. 
um, feelings of unworthiness there yes. based upon what the history may be of how Correct. the responses came when you expressed yourself. Even when I expressed myself and you took what I expressed and you just stumped it in the ground like it was nothing. Yeah, you disregarded it. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. And one of the worst things Man. that can happen in a relationship is you communicating your feelings and they do not care. Man, they give you the ghost and not only, face. And, and they show you that they don't care because they will sit there and criticize your transparency. And once your feelings, ooh, we, and I'm going to tell you something now, ooh, now you just stepped on something right there mm-hmm. because it's already hard for men to be transparent and ooh, open. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It's already, I'm going to say that. Rewind. It's, all, <laughs> it's already hard for men to open up. Mm-hmm. Already hard. It's, that's that's mm-hmm. already an issue. Yeah. Already. However, mm-hmm. I do open up. I am transparent. Mm-hmm. I come to you because I think we're having a dialogue, mm-hmm. not a tolerated monologue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it ends up being the latter, and you let me know mm-hmm. because I'm expressing to you a true concern or my experience and what I learned from it mm-hmm. because I'm a real man. I have something to teach as well as learn from everyone I come yes. in contact with. Yes. Yeah. That's good. And how That's narcissistic good. is it for everything to be about you? Oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness. With your it's all about me self. Mm, mm, mm. Me movement looking joker you. Yeah. Me, me, me. Sound like you warming up for some me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> man. Cause, Cause man, that 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 man, that up, man, that yeah. will burn the bottom because, of my because biscuit. When it comes to a man, emasculation is real. Well, yeah. It happens so often. And that's probably, you know, let's think about this. And that's probably why or something that greatly contributed to men not wanting to talk because of being emasculated so much because you the people that you may have communicated with, especially if it was women that you're communicating um, your feelings or your issues over to. Mm-hmm. And, and in other cases, it can be men as well. OK. If both, say like your boy, your friend, yeah. that you're trying to communicate something over to, right. your dad, man, your big yeah. brother, right? Okay, if you're in a relationship, your woman, mm-hmm. your significant other, or your wife, it goes two ways. Only on for it to turn back to you in an emasculating way. And I think men handle that. You are dead on, and I think it manifests in two ways. Like you said, you're like you hurt, yeah. Or you throw dirt on the hurt with apathy. And after a while, just more and more, it just piles up and piles up. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's what men do. Like, well, you know, whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do, they do that. You do that all the time. You, they, men do that with women. They'll lose the number real quick. 
yeah. you know, erased. Yeah. Do do Yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> a couple of weeks later, hey, I'm like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> and now they hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't know why. I ain't have to communicate it. No, you just pull right on out. Yeah. Which is bad, but it, it's it's a lot of pain that is connected with the failure to properly communicate. A lot of pain. And we walk around with that pain. Unnecessary pain, I believe. Uh, definitely unnecessary pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know it hurts mm-hmm. to it hurts to not feel understood. It hurts to not feel understood and to feel underappreciated. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt as much when someone creates a dialogue with you. Where you're talking and you both can be like, hey, well, look, man, hey, look, look here. Or you talking with, with you know, your significant other or a friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, I didn't know you felt that way. It was my bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know I did that. Because mm-hmm. I've had to do that before. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen. Total yeah. transparency with my wife. She let me know. Hey, mm-hmm. you, hey, do you know that when we're around people, sometimes you cut me off? Man, hurt me to my heart. I wouldn't want to do that to my woman. I love my wife. Yeah. Shout out to me. I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. To the, to the man forever. I love yeah. her to life. Yeah. And I never would want to do that. You never would want to hurt somebody that you that you love and are in love with like that, that the Lord has placed you with. Yeah. But, man, that buzzed my head. But there it is. There it she is. had the courage to communicate. Her courage to communicate that, man. And I had to. I didn't just hear that mm-hmm. i had to listen I had to listen and i had to course correct yes because if i truly love you mm-hmm. i'm gonna want to accommodate you from the past well i don't want to do that no more so i'm super sensitive to that now yeah. when we're in arenas and we're talking because she has her own mind and she's she's brilliant yeah yeah so why wouldn't i want her to feel comfortable in communicating yes that's my real brother yeah because, it, 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 because, it, bruh, yeah, in, I know. In improvement, the improvement of the situation, the relationship must hold more value than the discomfort of it. <laughs> yeah, Impro- on the scale. So yeah. in, improvement must hold more value than the discomfort or whatever is causing the discomfort, man. And I love Mm -hmm. that because relationships should be not only easy access to communicate properly, Mm -hmm. right? But just like you said, it has to be followed through with course correction. Let's Mm -hmm. go back to the king. Yeah. Yeah, Here we go. Okay. What did he say? Well, how can I help you? Man, that right there was the largest statement. Ooh, how can I help you? Well, how can I help? Now I'm feeling good. And, okay, so <laughs> in other words, that's that's like someone, you know, listen, we we, you know, we need to talk. Mm, that's a you know, when I hear we, that, I'll be like, yeah, you cringe. Mm. We cringe. I hate that too. Oh, I hate. We that. need we need to talk. Let's 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 talk. And it's so important to create comfortable environments when we make that statement, because mm-hmm. there's some surgery probably going to take place. Yeah, I need anesthesia. Yeah. 
Right. So we need the right environment and 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 it's and communication, man, you know, the setting of the atmosphere. Sitting down with a good meal. Is is so um, so important, right? So important, yeah, right? Yeah. The setting, all of that, right? Environment. And and so the king is and, and, and so Nehemiah ex- expressed what's going on. He said, Man, there's something going on with my people that mm. It really is not your concern. It's not really your problem, but it's a problem to me. Yeah, and I can't serve you like this. You see what I'm saying? Got you it. have the power and you have the authority to help me in this situation. And all I can do is express why I'm, I'm troubled right here. But Man. but but even but this the thing. This and this is a a drill. This is this is the cool part is the fact that the king. Uh, I'm sorry, Nehemiah did not even ask the king for help. The king asked him, what can I do to help you? When he properly communicated. And, and isn't that amazing that you can communicate what you're struggling with and what's, what's a problem with you or what's going on with you? And the person responds, what can I do to help? Man, that is that is heavy. Man, that's wonderful. It's good to have a friend that can say, what can I well, do What to can help? I do? A woman behind, by your side to yes. say, what can what I do can to help? Mm-hmm. A son or a daughter can that I can do? say, what can I do to help? Right. A father or a mother that said, well, what, what can, can I, I do, to, do help? Yeah. to help? A leader to say, what, well, what can, can we I do, to, do help? to help? Yes, sir. A companion, what can I do to help? Wow. You talking about? <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm tired. What can I do to help? That, how can I that's assist? Our, that's our next T-shirt. How can I assist? How can we help you? And and and, and Nehemiah. Mm. Guess what? He had the courage to say where he needed help. In courage to communicate. Either you're going to commu- communicate or you're going to crumble, crumble, right? So he said, well, this is what I need. And the king said, okay, cool. How, well, how long are you going to be gone and when are you going to be back? Right. And he told him, he said, okay, cool. I got you yeah. covered. That's what's going to go on the back of the shirt. You know how what I'm saying? How can I help you on the back? I got you covered. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. Bruh. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, right. dude, that's support. That is major support. And it's so important to have people in our lives that are supportive of us, that don't just love us for what we can do, love us for our abilities, love us for yeah. um, what we give. Mm-hmm. But love us for who we are because what we can do, what we can give, and what we can can provide, what we're talented in, yeah, what we're skilled in, doesn't solve even our personal issues sometimes. <laughs> it ain't enough sometimes. It ain't enough. Right. Sometimes we just need the help and the support, the inspiration, mm-hmm. and the encouragement of those that are connected to us. Man, that is. But we got to be you gotta have people courage. who are courage. You yeah. got to be a person that's having the courage to communicate. Courageous, right man. And I and I think um, in this instance, in this equation, courage would equal resources. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, if you don't, 
if you don't open your mouth, man, mm-hmm. you're not going, you know, I used to hear old heads say that all the time. You used to, we used to laugh. You hang around some old uncles and they like, hey, man, closed mouths don't get fed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Speak up. Yeah. They taught me that lesson early. Yeah. And then, you know, um, they was connected to resources. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, dad, I need some money to go down. Okay. You ready to get you where you, you and you guys y'all going? Then he give me money and give me enough money with my partners. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them start calling my dad dad. Yeah. Because not only was he being a blessing to me, he was blessing my friends. He's like, are y'all going over here? I'll tell you what, everybody get $20. And do 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 You know, yeah. I'm like, man, all I had to do was ask. But also, I was in a position, I was putting myself in a great position to be blessed because I was doing what I was asked. Yeah. I was being obedient. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, getting in any abnormal trouble. Yes. I was serving. Mm-hmm. I was helping around the house, doing what he asked me to do. And the recompense. Recompense. <laughs> Uh, Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It was so much of an overflow. Not only did I receive something, but anybody that was around me got blessed. Yes. Hence, I'm a blessing. Everywhere we went, we all went to the movies. We all got made, you know, mouth balls and and and, and ho hos and ding dongs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We always we always balling and mm-hmm. and basking in the blessing that my father chose to bless us with. Just because I was doing what I was supposed to do, and I was I was open and I asked him. Mm-hmm. I didn't go looking for no to nobody else. Yeah, I went to him. Mm-hmm. He was the source that had. All of the resources. Yes. Such as it is with our father. Yes. Such as it was with Nehemiah and the king. He went to the source Mm -hmm. who endowed him not only with resources, but he also gave him time Mm -hmm. and support. Yeah. And when he left, I got you covered. Mm -hmm. How many people, how many situations have we been in Mm -hmm. where a friend would say, I got your back. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Hey. Case in point, I'm running like a big dog, mm-hmm. trying to cover things at the house. My mowers break. This happens every year. Something's going wrong. I call my brother. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. He goes, you handle that. Don't worry about the yard. We'll take I got that. We'll, I got you covered. Yeah. Right then, mm-hmm. I ain't have to worry about nothing. I wasn't worried about it. And it was done right in order and professionally done. Whereas something else I didn't have to worry about yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. We need people in our lives, not only for what they can do, but for who they are. Mm-hmm. And when he needs me, I make it a point to be there. Because if you, you that's what friends and family, that's what we about. Being there for one another. Real ministry Real about ministry. meeting a need. Man, because you can. The king met a need, a real one. He met a need, man. A need that was really a struggle for Nehemiah. A big one. And you said something very key the character and the integrity of Nehemiah to do his job made way. Created oh, space. You're killing me. You're killing me, Smog. <laughs> Made way and created space to 
to have his needs met that had absolutely nothing to do with the job that he was faithful in. Man. If you're faithful <laughs> in your friendship, if you're faithful in that romance, mm. if you're faithful in that work relationship, if you're faithful in that ministry, you don't know what the connections are in the areas and the spaces mm -hmm. that you are faithful in that can be door openers or it can be the access point to the help mm. that you need that has absolutely nothing, nothing to, to do. do with the thing that you're faithful in. Bang. My son. <laughs> Never you. He came to me with an issue. As soon as we got back from, from ATL, I was sitting up there really dozing off. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chicky. And and, 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 and he came, not, not giving any detail, but he came to me with a, with, with a problem. Mm -hmm. And I said, sure. I said, and I asked him a question. I said, what, what, is, what happened? Mm -hmm. Then he explained. And I said, okay, I got you. I said, but let me give you some advice and let me give you some instruction moving forward so this won't continue to happen. That conversation I can tell by how he was listening mm -hmm. was something that he did not expect. He didn't expect mm -hmm. dad to speak calmly and then also to be so supportive of what his issue was wow. to the point of giving him instructions on how to handle that thing moving forward. How to navigate. How to navigate through that. And I had to remind him of something I shared with him a while back. I said, hey, when you find yourself in a situation like this, do not keep your mouth closed. Bruh. Let me know because I don't want you to be in a situation like this. This thing can get to a point where it's draining. Mm -hmm. And when something is draining like that, it creates attitudes that don't need to be in work environments. Right there, you just pulled it the weed up from it, the roof. It, it creates yeah, attitudes yeah, yeah. that don't need to be in romantic yeah, relationships. You don't need that. You don't need that at all. It will affect your worship. Man. Right? It'll block it. Right. But thank God that he communicated that and in the in 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 in, in, in my response to him he got much more than what he bargained for. He got more than what he expected. And it's really up to him to apply what I told him. Mm, mm, mm. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay in a state of communicating with him and say, hey, how's everything going in that? Because mm -hmm. you know what? Sometimes you got to be the stronger person. And say that, hey, how's everything going in that area? Because I don't, you know, if you got a history of being quiet, th that thing went on for too long. You fought with that too long. Yeah. And you don't have to fight and go through all the trauma and all the distress that long if you had said something in the beginning. There go that shirt. There go that shirt again. How can I help you? Yeah. And I got you covered. Fear. 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 You, you, 
it, we don't we, we don't have the courage to communicate because because of, of fear. Mm-hmm. We don't have the courage to communicate because of pride. We don't have mm. the courage to communicate uh, because of embarrassment. Mm. Right. Mm. But if we got to show people what a safe place looks like, we got to be a safe place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Right. And, 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 and there's something that's bothering you, something that there's a struggle with you. Open up, man. Communicate, right? Now, what is another way that can help us establish courage to communicate? I'm going to read Mark 10, 46 through 52 right quick, okay? The Bible says, then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the, to the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you, throwing his cloak aside. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Babe. You are now listening to the Total Man Podcast. I come to realize that the ultimate relationship, the ultimate model, begins a lot of cases with our relationship with the Lord. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're afraid to communicate. To one another because we have not properly communicated with the Lord. And that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Because that those mirror everything since things that are things that are bound and loosed in heaven and it mm-hmm. it same thing happens here. It's the same way with our relationship with God. I, I'm finding yeah. that if I'm not properly communicating with my family, my brothers, my sisters, it is in direct correlation with the fact that I'm not properly communicating with God. Exactly, man. My prayer life. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. I ain't and, talking and, to God. And guess what? Even in that prayer life, our willingness to be real with him who yeah. already knows. He already knows. Jesus is the only mind reader that I know. Man. <laughs> yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is that Brr. him being a mind reader, being omnipresent meaning he's everywhere omnipotent he's all, all powerful, powerful right omnipotent mm-hmm. meaning that he's all knowing why do we even struggle with telling him what he already knows pride pride embarrassment <laughs> embarrassment and um fear 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 of consequences fear of consequences and you know the trip part about that I'm with that. If he already knows, why would be why would we be afraid of the consequences of expressing something that he already knows? 
ignorant. We don't read, we don't study, we don't have a we don't have the relationship we say we do because we're looking at this thing as we're not acting like we're not acting like a son. We Sometimes have, we don't believe we're a son. Even though we're all sons, I see what you're saying. But yeah. we're not approaching our father like a son. We're approaching our father like an employee. Like an employee or a stranger. A stranger. Instead of a son. Mm, I found uh, years ago what helped me mm-hmm. with talking to the Lord was to talk to him like I would see my dad do. Just It's just a flat out conversation. Man. Not. Oh, Father God and all the power and the ruler of the universe. <laughs> you got all power in your hands and, mm-hmm. you know, I do, 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 do another all, 37 letter words. and all, all that good stuff. All that. But be like, Father God, I need help. Mm-hmm. Help me. Or Father God, help, help them. Mm-hmm. Help me to help. Give me the gumption, Lord. I don't know what to do here. And it's not like just every time I'm in trouble, I'm finding the constant communication. Mm-hmm. The quiet time and then the shutting up and listening. Mm-hmm. That was that was hard for me because I felt myself always just blah, 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 blah. And then mm-hmm. or yeah. jump out the truck, go on to work, and then I'm operating. No, it's a constant. I understand. I, I've, I came to the understanding and the Lord brought me to that in a relationship through circumstances as well to deepen our relationship by bringing me through some hurtful times. Mm-hmm. We talked about that with church hurt or so to speak, air quotes, church hurt yeah. with certain situations. Mm-hmm. And it was really to deepen the relationship so I could understand that he knows mm-hmm. and he was there. Yeah. And when I came to him, it might not have been some sort of something um, physical or something tangible that I could touch, but I could feel the peace mm-hmm. in the situation. So mm-hmm. it's different because mm-hmm. he understood the hurt. And I told him, I said, Lord, I don't want to hurt like that no more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt like that no more. Yeah. Help me, God. I can't do that no more. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't want to be that guy around my family. And the Lord fixed the situation. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he's still fixing it, and he's fixing it even more. Yeah. And so what that did was deepen my relationship and increased my prayer time, increased my my surrender, surrender. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to think it all out, like because we do that as men, mm-hmm. as as functional, rational human beings. You will do that. You will lean. You'll do exactly what the word says not to do. Yeah. Lean not into your own understanding that's not to say that when he leaves us up to our own wisdom like i know to put my shoes on the right way Mm -hmm. i know to brush my teeth and wash my myself yeah but there are things i can bring to him that aren't just like large things like lord help me direct me today help me yeah open up something today i I need you to show me the way to go and what i need to do here Mm -hmm. or am i right i don't know about that yeah you know that that Mm -hmm. That kind of communication, yeah, I think, has to be taught. I think even more it needs to be modeled. Need to be modeled, man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and if you don't get that, mm-hmm. a lot of brothers are not getting the modeling part. See, brothers can tell you, but the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. 
brother can't come to me and talk about praying. I don't, and it's not that if I don't ever see him at, at the church, but I mean, in this conversation, you could tell somebody, man, they don't, they're not talking to God. Yeah. There's fruit, fruit. The <laughs> way, where the fruit at? Yeah. Fruit is, uh, yeah. We, you can, you can tell, um, I mean, you look at any relationship, you, you look at a marriage and all you got to do is see the fruit. Yes, sir. Of how healthy it is. That's if you are allowed yes, to get sir. close enough, okay? <laughs> right. Um, friendships, you can tell mm-hmm. how healthy that thing is based on the fruit that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, parental uh, relationships, yeah. you can tell. Mm-hmm. Work relationships, you, can, you tell. can tell. Ministry relationships, you can tell. You can tell, okay? And, you know, you would definitely know a tree by That's the true. fruit that it bears, right? So... In closing, man, we must have the courage to communicate over what needs to be communicated. Yeah. It's just simple as that. We have to have the courage to have the hard conversations. We must have the courage to get past our insecurities, to get past our grief. Get over yourself. Get past our anger. Mm -hmm. Get past uh, our pride. Fear. Our fear. Our guilt, all those different things. Shame. Shame to communicate what needs to be communicated over. And especially in situations or relationships that matter and that are valuable and that are critical to where you are now and where you are headed. Bruh. Right? Because some things simply will not improve. They will not grow. Mm-mm. They will not become better unless we first have the courage to communicate it. Either we're going to communicate or we're, or going. we're going to crumble. crumble. And one of the greatest areas that where we can charge up our strength and our ability and our courage to communicate with others properly and be courageous in it. Mm is having the courage to communicate to the Lord the things that are troubling us Mm -hmm. that he already knows about. And do it first. Because ain't no good inventing. Yes. Because some things you're not... If you hadn't consulted the Father first. Yeah. Because some things we're not going to have the courage to do here on this earth. Man, Unless we have a talk with our father who is a spirit. Man. There are some things spiritually that will empower us to do in the flesh. <laughs> this was good. And I believe as men and anyone who's listening, could this these principles apply to anybody in any situation? Do it. You have to have the courage to communicate what needs to be communicated over. Please. Quit living in a situation or being in a situation or being in a relationship or being in an association or being in whatever, being living beneath mm-hmm. or settling for less because we simply won't communicate what needs to be communicated. Stop delaying. Ooh, man. Your blessings.
delaying your blessings because you're scared and you will not open up your mouth. Open your mouth and communicate out of love mm. what you need. It will come to pass. Yeah. It will come to pass. We have to stop delaying and, and playing. Because in our faith walk, we must have the faith to talk. Open your mouth. Yeah. You got to have the courage to communicate. Absolutely. Great today. Absolutely. Always absolutely. fun swimming with the shark and swinging with the sword. Oh, absolutely. And we, <laughs> and we believe that through this conversation today. Yes. That you who are listening will have the power and the authority and the courage to communicate what you need to communicate to whomever it needs to be communicated to. And through mm. your courage to do that, we pray that the door will open and that mm. blessings will overflow, that improvement would happen, that healing would take place, that uh, revival would take place, restoration would take place. Whatever that the problem has destroyed or torn down. Reconciliation. Yes. Has suppressed that through your courage to communicate it over will be the opening door to the blessing that you have been looking for and that you are due and that you have been promised by God to receive. Let's not be in a situation where we are crumbling because we will not communicate. Do it. Amen. Amen. Do it today. It's been good. We love y'all. It's been real good. It's been real good. It's been real good. Y'all be good. We'll see y'all next time. Check you later, fam. This podcast will influence you to be the total man that God has created you to be. You have been swinging with the sword and swimming with the shark.